Hey guys, what's up? This is Crystal on my first episode of She Speaks Candor. On today's episode, we'll be discussing passion and purpose. So let's get started. Hey guys, what's up? We've made it to our first episode of She Dot Speaks Candor. Woo! So, with today's episode, I do want to mention that we will speak about passion and purpose, but I first wanted to um, just emphasize that I want to talk about ourselves a little bit um, on a general aspect about being true to ourselves because I feel like that is the key to even unlocking our passion, which yields our purpose. Um, So, One thing that's kind of been on my heart heavy for the past two, three months, I would have to say, and if I feel like it's been on my heart, it must be on others' hearts as well, is being honest with ourselves and honest in all aspects, not just relationships, not just careers, but even honesty with our our relationship with God and or your higher being, your higher source. And I feel like that's an important part of self-growth. And it's an important part of your journey, especially in our 20s and 30s. I feel like there's so many changes and adaptations that we have to go through. And this being one of them, I mean, we're in quarantine. So hopefully you all are spending time with yourselves. And if you are, it's a time for reflection. I do want to point out that don't get caught up in the you should be productive versus don't be productive because it's a time of rest. Like, do what makes you happy. Who cares? Just do you. It doesn't matter. Whatever you're doing, make sure it's from the goodness of your heart and make sure that you're doing it because it's something that you know that you need to be doing. So if you've been overworked before quarantine, then take a rest. Allow yourself to ground yourself, reground yourself, and allow yourself to find that peace that you already know is it's in the mist you just haven't been able to sit in it because you've been bombarded with life and the external world and if you feel like you haven't been doing much and you need to get up and do something and you need to start rearranging your life then do that but do what resonates with you don't be on social media too much looking at what you should versus what you shouldn't be doing there's no rule book to life There's only morality, you know, and values. And as long as you're following those things for yourself, you're good. So talking about being true to ourselves. So I found it to be quite ironic and funny how um, life works. (laughs) So we always talk about our passion And that's a word that's thrown around a lot, like the word love. (laughs) And we always put the word passion with the word love. We always think of passion as love, love as passion. But I see passion as a deep desire for something. And it doesn't have to just be with relationships or love, but even with your career, even with God or your higher source or a, a pet, whatever you want it to be. But it's a desire, it's a emotion towards something an emotion and that emotions can be given towards anything so when we think about passion i was i was trying to sit here and think what what's the the disconnect yeah passion yields purpose but what's the disconnect why is it that we keep stepping into things that we think are our purpose and we we don't 
we we don't we're not happy we don't know why it's not working out and there's so many theories and there's so many thoughts and i mean those are great but i'm just saying my own and for my own testimony that i've been able to sit with myself for quite some time now and i've realized three things so my passion that i found within myself for the thing that i am passionate about i need confidence accountability and vulnerability all which verified and confirmed my passion confidence will come naturally and i feel like if you find yourself insecure about something or if you find yourself not quite sure um if that something is for you because you feel unsteady trust your instinct you know you are a hundred percent capable of understanding yourself i feel like we look outside for validation we look outside for acceptance and all of those things which we can give ourselves we don't even spend enough time with ourselves we're, we're quick to talk we like to tell others what we're going to do before we actually do it and then accountability we're expecting them to hold us accountable but that's not how it works you have to first sit with yourself and agree agree with yourself that hey this is who i am this is who i am and this is what i'm going to do this is what i want to do and then you put a few actions into that and then that's how you know if you're going to be passionate about it you, you can't work backwards and say oh this is what i want hey so and so i want to do this i'm going to be this and you haven't done anything of the sort you haven't even put too much thought and emotion to it you just it's a thought that you just ran with and i feel like for something that's you're going to be passionate about you have to be able to logically think through the process to say huh i like this it makes me feel good and then you're able to hold yourself accountable to follow through with doing something of that nature and revalidating that for yourself and that will give you the confidence and you'll already have the natural confidence from actually for actually doing that one thing it is that you're you're you think that you're passionate about and then there's vulnerability you have to be honest and true to yourself to figure out where your passion lies so i feel like those three things are super important when it comes to figuring out do you like something? And if you like it, do you have a passion for it? Does it sink deeper within your heart for you? And are you able to do this thing or have this thing that you can give and not have any expectations in return? Because when you're able to do that, that's how you know you're passionate about something. You have a deep care for something where you're not too concerned about what you can get in return. So if we practice before we speak and give ourselves accountability and then build that confidence and be true to ourselves we found our passion because our passion is something that we're comfortable with it's something that we're not looking for external validation it's something that makes us feel good and something that we know is innately good and it feels like it brings us to that calling because we're able to use our gift because everyone's Everyone can be a singer and everyone can be a dancer and everyone can be a writer, but no one can be you. And you give and you contribute something special to those categories. You contribute something special that no one else can contribute. If that's the case, there would be one occupation, one one 
love for everyone. Everyone has multiple loves. Everyone has multiple jobs. You know, it's just about making a choice. And when you make that choice, you do so with a discernment of your heart. And you use your intuition. So we look at their passion and we have all of those things. It yields our purpose. So I always like to say God doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. So he always equips you for the things that you need. I know with me, I've been thinking like, man, you know, funny, funny, quick story. Uh, my I graduated two years ago and I want to say I've had so many jobs since then. In the past year, I've had five jobs and my friend still teases me to this day like, crystal why do you how did you end up with five jobs and i'm like hey like and they all went in descending order eight months i think was my longest and i'm not ashamed because i am not going to stay somewhere where i feel like it doesn't resonate with me and i couldn't figure out why am i going job to job to job you know and i had to sit and like think and i'm like okay what is it that I'm passionate about? Why, why am I doing this? What's my purpose? And after I figured out, you know, what I'm passionate about, I went through the whole confidence, accountability, vulnerability, practicing before I speak ordeal. I started thinking, oh, okay. My relationship with God started to change. It got stronger and I was able to see my purpose, which scared the living daylights out of me because I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? How am I going to fulfill this role that I'm being called to? Um, And I just remembered the saying that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. I'm like, well, why are you worried about that? He's going to give you the tools that you need. Why? You know, so a lot of you who are wanting to start a business, a lot of you who are wanting to write a book, a lot of you who are wanting to write your music and or or make uh produce anything make art why are you self-doubting why if you know that that is something that you're passionate about and something that you can contribute to our world and you know it's something that's good why doubt it why are you worried if you can fulfill it or not god will equip you with everything that you need it's scary it's like you know you're going through a tunnel and you don't know, you can't see, you just have a blindfold on and you might trip over a rock or fall in a ditch in the tunnel or uh, a hole, I should say, or you could even run into the wall, but you're holding on to God's hand. So you don't have to worry about those those mishaps because you're gonna come back up. You're, you're holding on to something that's taking you to the light. So I wouldn't quite worry about how things are gonna get done, when things will get done, you have to have faith and you have to trust and i feel like once you establish that you're going to be able to really see your purpose but until then it gets a little fuzzy because you're on edge you know i had to really let go and say hey if i have faith i have to actually let go and i've had to let go of a lot of things because what's for you will be for you and if you're passionate about something and you feel like that is your purpose God will give you the things that you need in the timing and the divine timing that you need. And I feel like that's the biggest thing we have to remember. So with that, I also want to say, don't forget to be productive though. So faith without work is dead. And we all know that. So um, you're not separated by the number of years, but by the number of actions. So 
with that i was just thinking okay a lot of us let's just take a moment and think a lot of us say i'm gonna be xyz in this many years and you think why in that many years why not next year why not next month who who how who are you to put a a number or a price tag or a timeline on anything that's meant for you if it's your purpose if it's something you're passionate about that led to you to your purpose and you're doing the things necessary that you know how to do in that time frame why do we base our productivity level off of something that we cannot see when people say oh i'm just going to take a year off because i know next year i need to do this and then i know by that time i'll do this in two years but how do you know that why not just work towards it now or why do we overwork ourselves from for some things like why why do we feel like we know our timeline and how long it's going to take for us to reach what it is that we feel like we're called to do? How do we know that there's not some other things that we need to do before that one thing that we saw we're called for? You can see that you're called and your purpose is one thing, but you might have four things you might, you might need to do before that one thing. That's not for you to question. It's like, okay, you know your purpose is this. If you've had to do four things before that, don't lose hope on that purpose. The purpose is still there. God never tells you when you're gonna fulfill that purpose. He just lets you know that, hey, this is your purpose. And sometimes you have to fulfill certain categories before you even get to that point. But until then, who are you to determine when you go to grad school, when you graduate, when you have, when you're the CEO of that company, when you build your business? Those aren't thoughts. Those aren't things for you to worry about. So yes, be productive. But I would say watch your productivity, watch how you're doing it and watch your energy, the higher source that you're reckoning with, because it's kind of like a, I was watching a Steve Harvey video, his motivational series, and he made a good point. I was folding my clothes one day and he was just talking about, you know, we always pray for things, but we pray for things such as, you know, Lord, please help me to pay my rent next month or Lord, please help me to get into grad school or get into college or get an A on that test. And I was thinking like, he's so right. He, he mentioned it's silly. Why do we pray for little things? Why do we pray for things that God has already blessed us with? Have you not been paying your rent? Have you not made A's in the past on your test before? Have you not been to college already? Have you not been in school? Have you not, has no one ever uh, given you the opportunity so it's kind of thought-provoking to think, huh, he's right. Like, he was saying, why don't we pray for big things that we can't see or even fathom? Because we have fear. Well, that was my answer, at least. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but we have fear, guys. We have fear. We're afraid and we don't have faith. That's how you know. That's how you know you're lacking your faith. When you're afraid to pray for something, when you're afraid to pray for God to remove things from your life or gain things because you're afraid of what might actually come or leave. Same thing with prayer for what your purpose is and getting there. You're afraid to pray for the big things. And we find ourselves praying for the small things. And then God's like, okay, well, she prayed for it. So, you know, here's another month's rent. The same thing I've been blessing you with. 
but I could bless you with something else. Or we'll pray, God, please, you know, let me get a good paying job in four years. And it, God's thinking like, why are you praying about four years? Four years from now? Like, do you know who he is? God can give you a great paying job two months from now, but you prayed four years. So now you're, you're fighting his power. And I just, I was mind blown because I'm like, wow, it's amazing how the most simple concepts and the most simple things we, we don't do. We, we, we over, I don't know. It's, it's, it's almost like we overlive our life. We don't just live. We overanalyze. We overthink because we're always in control. We're always in power. We're not simplistic anymore. Things aren't simple. We say life is hard. Yeah, but we make it hard. Well, I should say we make it harder than what it has to be. So I just wanted to leave y'all off on that note to think about, you know, being honest with yourself, be truthful, trust your intuition, have passion for something, find that confidence, accountability, vulnerability, because it yields your purpose. But then make sure you know that your purpose comes in divine timing and you're, you don't know when you'll fulfill that purpose. You just know that you need to be productive to get there. But at the same time with being productive, make sure that you're not capping yourself. You're not putting a cap on when, when it is for you to be the most productive or when it is for you to reach your calling. You, you can be productive, but don't be controlling while doing it. And I would say end that off with when you pray, make sure you're praying a little bit more generically. Ask God for and your higher source, the universe, whomever. Ask, ask them, and in my case, him, for that grace and ask him for understanding. And ask him to bless you with whatever it is that you want. Stop dissecting it just say it whatever it is it, it could be if you this is very generic and hypothetical but i'm saying if you want to be the president stop asking god can you please make me mayor then make me governor then send me off here and then allow me to why do you have to do all of that i mean granted that, that maybe that was a a bit much of a example because there are steps you have to do but my point is that you don't always have to pre-calculate everything before asking God for something because you don't know what his plan would be for you if you were just to ask him plain and simple for what it is that you want and being receptive to what you're given and not too choosy because sometimes we miss our blessings by being too precise because it's not given to us the way that we want or in the timing that we think but we have to remember that what we want and what we think we want and what we think we like may not actually be what we want or what we like. God knows what we want. Our higher source knows what we want and what we like. And if we can just follow our intuition and follow that path to them and live within that energy, you're golden. And we take that pressure of life down a notch. So guys, in quarantine, just be the best you. Be the best you that you can be. Don't assume anything. You know, 
don't criticize others focus on yourself focusing on yourself you know it's great that you do yoga it's great that you meditate but you know it requires thinking also to focus on yourself start being honest with yourself allowing yourself to feel emotions maybe you haven't felt before but all of these things i feel like will be of great benefit for now and coming out of quarantine because when we come out a lot of us will have changed careers especially for me changed relationship statuses changed relationships with their higher source and god changed locations or housing a lot of things will be changed but i feel like all, all of those things will be centered around our truth our passion and what it is that we're put here on earth to do. And that's the beautiful part. Check out Facebook or Instagram at she.speakscandor or head over to Anchor and leave a voicemail. Catch you next episode.